begin in the Word of God right here with the flowing water and, of course, the Easter water that's right in front of me. And this flowing water is symbolic of our baptism and it's symbolic of the moment when your parents and godparents brought you to this church to be received baptism but to be born again in the love of Jesus Christ and especially to become heirs of heaven, priests, prophets, kings and queens. And so that invitation is really born out of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's where we started in the gospel today, in the Word of God. And the, the resurrection is what literally changes everything, literally. Now, without the resurrection of Jesus, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't celebrate the sacraments. We, we would not be really a church. It is the resurrection that enables us to, to have a, a vision of what it means to live with God forever. Live with God forever. And as we capture this particular gospel, um, it's after Jesus has died on the cross, but before he ascends to heaven, and before the Holy Spirit come upon the disciples. And so the disciples were uh, very much uh, wanting to experience Jesus because this was the third time that he had had uh, uh, shown himself to them resurrected from the dead uh, they wanted to see him uh, but you can tell that they kind of dropped back to what was their normal way and that was fishing Peter saying I'm going fishing everybody else saying I'm going with you and of course we see that they caught nothing all night it's almost symbolic of them working on their own power and got nothing. And then Jesus standing on the shore, who they didn't recognize, saying, children, which is really interesting, children, as the shepherd, children, anyway, uh, and cast your net here. And they do, and they catch, of course, so many fish that they realize it's the Lord. Uh, and Peter can't stand it anymore because he, he jumps in the water, literally, and swims ashore. Uh, that's also a sign, by the way, that he hadn't gotten walking on the water down yet. <laughs> and I, I actually didn't do very well on that course either in the seminary. I don't know about Father Godfrey. Father Tony, I think, did, though. He did pretty well. Father Danielle, how did you do on walking on water, okay? So... They, they come ashore, and it's, it's really quite amazing. They come ashore, and Jesus has cooked breakfast for them. So breakfast with Jesus. And in a very real way, that's what we're doing this morning. We have breakfast with Jesus at this altar. Uh, and it's that kind of a personal relationship he's calling us into, and to you, the young people especially, he's calling you into a very personal relationship with the Spirit this morning in confirmation. But you'll note that none of them asked him who he was. They knew. They knew. And that's really an invitation for us to be open to him in our lives so that we will know him in our lives. Because he's with us every single day. Every single day. 
So that invitation is really quite personal, and it's really meant, therefore, for us to be a people of prayer first, because that's how we come to know Him as He moves in our lives. Through the Word of God, that's how we begin to hear His voice in our lives, and also through the body of Christ, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The Gospel continues, though, and remember, this is this is St. Peter having breakfast with Jesus, and Jesus privately asked him, do you love me more than these? It's an interesting question. So who do you love first? So I'm going to do a little bit of an example for you, if I can get to it. Pocket. See if we get there. Through the microphone, over the glasses, and into guess what? It's gonna come out. It'll come out. Saying to you, do you love me more than this?
So what gifts of the Holy Spirit are you praying for to be disciples of Jesus? Well, I have some hope for you, okay? But now, let me have you use your outside voices. So what gifts of the Holy Spirit are you praying for? Hit me with Yay, team. Let's give them a hand. So to have the wisdom of God in your life, God's revealing to you what is truth. To have the knowledge of God in your life so that when things get difficult, what's right or wrong, you'll know. And especially to have God's understanding in your life, to know what God is saying to you, especially in your life. And then to have the counsel of God, so when you really get confused, and there's moments that are difficult, you have God's counsel. And then to have the fortitude to be able to speak your truth and the truth of Jesus Christ to your classmates. Imagine the high schools you go to, and you go to those schools confirmed in the faith to be able to share that faith with all your classmates, that you believe in Jesus Christ, and you're a card-carrying Roman Catholic Christian. By the way, parents and family, after the confirmation, you may now ask them any questions you want to ask them, and they will have the answers. <laughs> and then also piety. And we talked about that at the beginning of the homily briefly, and that's to be people of prayer, people of the Word of God, but especially of the altar of being able to receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us and who has risen from the dead. That's who we receive. It's really life changing every time we receive Holy Communion. And then to know that we are creations of God. So the fear of the Lord. And to have that special fear of the Lord touch us. So in the ceremony today, they're going to proclaim their faith, okay? And they will make that commitment of faith. And then we, the priests, are going to pray over them for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that they receive all the gifts. And since we're beyond, hopefully, the COVID experience, we will be laying our hands on them physically. And then I'm going to anoint them with the chrism, the holy chrism, which anointed my hands as a bishop and our priests behind me and also that they now are anointed with the same oil to be sealed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit.